Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. The title of today's episode is that nobody cares about you. This is obviously not entirely true. I'm well aware you've probably got plenty of people around you that do care about you and have your best interests at heart. What I'm really referring to here is specifically in terms of your market, your industry, your client base, your prospects. They really don't care about you. They don't really care about your business. They don't even really care about your product or your service. What they really care about is themselves. They care about themselves. They care about their problems. They care about what they're trying to do, what they're trying to create. And we find that more often than not in business, we tend to spend a little bit too much time talking about ourselves, a little bit too much time talking about what we do and how we can help them rather than actually listening to them about what they want help with and then consultatively having a communication, a conversation with them to work through how we can support them in achieving what it is that they want to achieve. It has to be all about them. It's the nature of being in business. You're there to serve other people, whether that's because you're a service-based business and you're there to do their accounts. And if you're an accountant, their books, if you're a bookkeeper, you're there to support them and coach them if you're a business coach. If you're a product company, you know, you're there to give someone something or sell someone something that's going to help them in some way. It might be utilitarian, something that actually serves them in some way, or it might be something that just amuses them, something that distracts them. It doesn't have to be deep and meaningful, but the chances are what you do is meaningful when it's in the context of your client and what it is that they are purchasing your product for. So the point is this, really simple, is it doesn't matter about what you think. It doesn't really matter about what you believe to be true. It doesn't really matter about what you know. It's all about your client. Everything is about your client, your marketplace. It's all about your prospects. It's all about them. It's all about their life. It's all about their wants, their needs, their desires, their ambitions. It's all about their pain. It's all about what they are trying to create for themselves. And as business owners, we can sometimes be a little bit self-absorbed. Why? Well, because the human race is a little bit self-absorbed. The whole point of just said is it's all about your client. It's all about them, them, them. The reason being is because they are naturally a little bit self-absorbed. We all are. Our problems are the most important problems. Our life is the most important life. This is nature. This is evolution. It's not selfish because... Once we take care of ourselves, then we naturally automatically start giving to other people. It's the most natural thing for the human species to do. Take care of themselves, number one, and then number two is immediately start supporting and helping and serving other people. However, the truth of the matter is when it comes to doing business, they are obviously very much just like you, first and foremost, their business, their life is the most important business in life to them. And therefore, when you turn up as a, you know, a stranger in their life 
and start talking about you and your business and your ambitions and what you're trying to create, even though you think you're doing it in like a presentation style that is maybe part of marketing or it's a part of the sales process, it feels like you're giving and contributing. It feels like you're serving, but actually really what you're doing is taking. You're taking attention away from them and you're bringing attention onto you. Now you imagine going to a dinner party and you're sitting next to someone and they talk about themselves. It doesn't feel like a particularly enjoyable conversation. Now think about a conversation where it's all about you. You fucking love that conversation. You think the person that's listening to you all night long, completely engaged in your life and your problems and your woes or your challenges, or they're just completely invested in what you're trying to achieve, and they spend the whole time, you know, just asking questions about you and grinning and smiling and lapping it up, you'll think that person is the greatest person on earth. You'll think they're the friendliest person on earth. You think they're a really nice person. Why? Because they've just indulged you for the past two hours so you can indulge yourself in your life, right? And for most of us, that is our favorite topic. Again, this is not insulting anybody. I know you care about other people and other things. I get it. But get this, fundamentally, we are a little bit self-obsessed. Now, what we do is when we go into conversations, we have to curb that natural focus on ourselves and we deliberately ask a few questions of the other person. Think about that first date that you go on, maybe for some of us a little while ago, but you think about that first date and you're obviously super interested in the other person. Of course you are, but there's another part of you that is really trying to sell yourself. You want them to see you in a certain light. And you know it doesn't go down particularly well if you're self-aware. If you're not self-aware, you're oblivious to this and you didn't get any that night. Um, But basically, you know, you understand that it can't be about you. In that date scenario, you're thinking, right, I have to ask them questions of her or him. I have to take an interest in their life because you know that if you just gobble off about yourself and talk about yourself and your life and everything else, it's a massive, massive turnoff. Now, for most of us, that's not an easy thing to do. Like, it's a natural thing to do certainly when we're younger, and then we learn that it doesn't work for us. So we start to curb that. And the impulse is still there to talk about ourselves and our life. But we keep ourselves in check, we have that self awareness, and we kind of force ourselves in inverted commas, to take an interest in the other person. Now I know you take an interest in the other person, I get it. What I mean by this is that there's a part of you that has to push down you talking about yourself and your life or focusing on yourself and your life. And you have to kind of deliberately force yourself, you know, to take the interest. I hope you naturally have anyway. We're just curbing the other impulse, which is to focus on ourselves. Now, again, I know this isn't necessarily painting a particularly wonderful picture of human nature, but it is true. You know, we are obsessed about ourselves. We're obsessed about our families, our lives, our businesses, our products and our services. And even when we're in conversations with other people where it is about the other person because we're trying to engage them with our service or our product, we do still end up obsessively focused on ourselves and our products and our services and what we can do for them. And it feels like you're serving them and you're saying, this is what we can do for you. This is how we can help you. Obviously, it still feels like it's about them. But if you just listen to the sentence, this is what we can do for you. It's still all about you. So it's really hard to change this language, whether it's in marketing, whether it's when you go networking, whether it's social, whether it is in a sales process. It's really hard to break these habits of making it all about you. And even when you think you're making it about them, if you really listen to yourself, if you have that self-awareness, 
quite often you'll realize that, oh my God, I don't mean it to be about me. My intention is it isn't about me. And yet somehow it still sounds like it's all about me. Make sense? So what you want to do is you want to cultivate a true understanding and perception from your client's perspective. You really want to understand them, their problems, how they see the world. You really want to get to know them. Again, let's go back to the first date analogy. This isn't about you going in there and trying to score. This isn't about you going in there and trying to convince them that you're a wonderful person. This is about you going in there and taking a genuine interest in them, really understanding them, their woes, their problems, their challenges, their dreams, their ambitions, and their goals. And then it's all about you supporting them in achieving that outcome. So often in these kind of conversations, Apple gets mentioned, but I have to mention them again. What Apple did so well, and I'm sure it's still an ethos in the company now, but it was never more so evident than when Jobs was at the helm. What Apple did was make their products all about you. They made products all about the consumer. It was never about Apple. It was never about we're this and we're that and we're this and we're great. And it was always about you. It was always about your life. And if you look at the marketing of Apple, where Microsoft was about the masses, Apple was always about the individual. When you look at their adverts, when they used to have the silhouettes dancing, for example, it was always the silhouette of the individual dancing. It was always about them. It wasn't about the crowd. It wasn't about the masses. It was about the individual. When you go back to Apple's first ever TV commercial, it was themed around George Orwell's dystopian 1984 and it was this athlete, this woman coming in and she came in and threw a hammer at the TV and, you know, she was breaking apart the status quo. And it was all about that. It was all about the individuals. And Apple did a remarkable job of gaining fans because Apple people were Apple people. They were loyal to Apple and, you know, they would spend two, three, four times as much money as they needed to for a PC but they were absolutely devoted Apple people. And what Apple did was go out there and find Apple people. And it went out there and it was all about those people. It wasn't about Apple. It wasn't about their products. More often than not, you'll see this when you look at really good marketing, really good adverts on TV, for example, you'll see how the best adverts, the best companies, they really do make it about the individual. If you think about like a Coke advert, they don't talk about the sugar. They don't talk about the chemicals. They don't talk about the liquid. It's all about the individual. It's all about their experience. It's all about their life. It's all about who they are. So I want you to think for a moment, when you look at your current marketing, for example, when you look at your own brochures, look at your own website, and when you read it, and it's really hard when you're close to this, but when you read it, does it read like you, 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 or I, 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 I? Does it sound like it's all about you or does it sound like it's all about your client? Does it sound like it's all about your product, your service, or does it sound like it's all about your client and their problem and how you understand, acknowledge and empathize with their issues and how you can support them to achieve what it is that they want to achieve? Is it about them? Is it about you? And even if it sounds like it's about them, is it secretly still about you? You know, we help you do this. We help you do that. Now, of course, at some point in your website, your brochure and your pitch and your marketing, at some point, you're going to have to say something along the lines of this is who we are and this is what we do and this is how we help. But that should be such a small part of the conversation compared to let me find out more about you. 
Let me understand more about you and what you're going through. Let me talk to you about you. And then it becomes about this is what we do and this is how we solve this. This is how we can get you here. This is how we, does this make sense? Too many businesses jump in at the, this is what we do. And as the title of this episode says, they don't give a shit about you. They don't care about what you do. When they come into a sales meeting, it's all about them. It's all about what it is that they're working on or what they want or what they're trying to create. In How to Win Friends and Influence People, Dale Carnegie refers to being like a puppy dog, you know, and he says, everybody loves a dog because when a dog greets you, it greets you like you're the most important thing in the world. It comes up, it's wagging its tail. It's all about you. It's not about the dog. It's all about, you know, showing love, showing affection. They're so excited to see you. They're so happy to see you, to be in your presence. And it makes you feel amazing. And he describes that if you want to influence people, it's like be the dog, you know, just be so interested in other people, be so interested in their lives and what they're doing, be so excited and passionate about them and their life and what they're trying to create. And if you do that, this is how you bond with people, connect with people. They'll think you're the greatest guy or girl in the world. They'll think you're an amazing human being. They'll think you're brilliant. They'll love you for it. You'll make them feel good about themselves. You'll make them feel good about that meeting. And that is how you start to build these stronger bonds. Of course, then in a more practical sense, you then also get all the information that you need to be able to truly ascertain how you can best serve them. Again, everything I say is not about manipulation. It's not about manipulation. It's not saying, right, okay, so if you go on a dinner date, ask the girl loads and loads of questions about herself, make it all about her, make her feel special, and then if you're lucky, she'll drop her drawers for you that evening. That's manipulation, right? What I'm saying here is if I understand more about another human being and their needs and their desires and their wants, whether it's in a personal capacity or whether it's in a business capacity, I can understand better how I fit in that person's life, how I fit in that person's world. It gives me context, context for what I can offer this other person in a sales capacity it means I can contextualize what I do specifically for this person. It means I can truly understand what it is that this person needs. And therefore, when I'm talking to them, I'm not talking about my product or my service. I'm talking about their objectives, their outcomes, and ultimately how I work with them as a partner in achieving that end result. It's a double whammy. They'll like you more. They'll be bonded to you more. They'll think you're a great person. And you'll get the information that you need to be able to work out how you can best serve them. And again, this is not about manipulation. This is about me understanding you better. Because if I understand you better, number one, I know how I can help you. If I can't help you, by the way, I shouldn't take your business. I've said this in many episodes and I've said this many times to audiences and to my group. You know, if you can't help someone, if you're not the right person for your client, you shouldn't take that business. It's not good for them. And I tell you now, it's not going to work out for you either. This whole approach I'm talking about is about working out how you can best serve them if you're the right person for them. And once you understand that you really are the right person for them and your product is the right product and your service is the right service and how you do it is the right thing for them, then you can then contextualize everything that you're doing and offering to a focus that is important to your customer, not one that's important to you. It's a really hard discipline. It's a really hard habit to break. We grew up as children and it's all about I, I, I. It's meant to be about I. 
Kids are the most selfish thing on earth, right? It's all about I, I, I. As we evolve, it becomes more about the we. It becomes more about me and those significant people in my life. It becomes about my partner, my kids. And then as I evolve through my life, as I grow older and as my own kids, for example, don't need me as much as they did, it's a natural evolutionary process for me to then start to contribute to the wider community, for me to give back to the wider community. So we go through what I call the I, we, they phase. When you're in a business, you're serving, you're serving your customer, whether you're 18 years old, whether you're 28 years old, 48 years old, or 88 years old, you're here to serve. It's always about the they. How can my business, my product, my service, how can that add benefit? How can it create value for other people? And then when you're in front of your specific prospect or your specific client, it's all then targeted specifically and contextualized towards that specific individual. So go through, check your marketing media, check your website, check your sales strategy. Think about how you talk to people on the phone, how you talk about your your products, how you talk about your services, how you go out there and network. Think about even how you socialize and start listening to yourself and start picking yourself up when you're talking about I and we and me and making it all about yourself, even though you don't mean it that way. You're not a mean person. You're not a selfish person. You don't mean it to come across that way. It's just human nature and it's a bit of a habit that we've got ourselves into. And as is the case with all habits, if we can create a habit, if we can make a habit, then we can break a habit and we can create and make a new habit. It starts with self-awareness. It starts with, you know, being able to look at yourself in the mirror and see yourself in an objective way, not look at yourself and hate yourself. Equally, it's not about looking at yourself in the mirror and being in denial about yourself. Self-awareness is about being open to seeing the good in yourself, whilst also being open to see some of your flaws or weaknesses or just call them things that are getting in the way of you being who you want to be and creating what it is you want to create. Self-awareness is where it all starts. The awareness that you have a habit, the awareness that you're doing something, the awareness of the impact that's having, awareness of the result that's creating. Once you gain that awareness, it normally isn't a massive leap to start to break that habit because that's not fundamentally who you want to be. No one wants to be a selfish person. No one wants to go to a dinner party and be that person where it's all about them. That's why you work so hard to take interest in other people. But understand, if you're having to work so hard to take interest in other people, it shows you that you're kind of competing with another urge inside you. And that other urge is to probably be focused on yourself. And again, I'm going to say it, this is not about you being completely selfish. This is about you being a human being. And I'm not saying you're doing this all the time. I'm not saying you're one of those obnoxious people that blindly go through the world, making it all about them, completely focused on themselves, and they're the most important thing. In the I'm not saying that's who you are. What I'm saying is, if you look at your marketing material, if you look at your website, if you look at how you sell, if you look at how you communicate, you may start to see some habits in there of talking about yourself. And even when you're not talking about yourself, you're talking about them, but it's still all about you. And it's about shifting those patterns of communications. But rather than trying to fake it or feign it, it's about actually being aware of what you're doing. Understand that's not who you are anyway. I want to take an interest in my client or my prospect. I want to take an interest in all human beings around me that I have contact with. And once you tune into that desire in yourself, then it's about living into that intention. Things are only hard work when they're not your natural way of being. So even though 
you don't mean to be talking about yourself on your website or talking about your products on the website or talking about yourself when you go to a business meeting, even though that's not what you're trying to do, when you have awareness that is kind of what you're doing, then you kind of look at that and think, I don't like that. I don't want to be that person. That creates the stimulus, the impetus for you to create that change. And when you then tap in and tune into the intention of what you really want and how you really want to be and how you really want to be perceived and what you're really trying to gain here as an outcome, you'll naturally start to step into that authenticity when you truly connect with that overriding intention. And then just like all habits, you'll accidentally slip out and go back to your old ways and then you gain awareness and you see yourself doing it and then you put yourself back into that authenticity, back into that intention and you start to naturally then adjust how you communicate. You may have some bad habits of how you talk and you may have some bad habits in terms of how you word things and sentences, whether that's in written copy or whether that's in verbal communication. And you may need to really think about how you come across and what you say and start to construct your way of communicating in a way that truly gets across what it is that you're truly intending, which is, I just want to help people. I want to help you. I want to serve you. I want to give you a product that's going to make your life easier or better or more enjoyable. I want to give you a service that's going to help you to create and achieve what it is that you want to create and achieve. And that's your intention. I'm sure it is. When you Scratch beneath everything else. I'm sure fundamentally you're just a decent business owner that is trying to do a decent job for other decent people and you're trying to help. And it gets a bit confused sometimes because we never learn truly maybe sometimes how to really take an interest in other people, how to truly listen to other people. So this episode, you know, yes, I've talked about sales and marketing in your business. I've also talked generally about, you know, human nature and human communication, because fundamentally you don't want to go into business and, you know, fake something and then go back to your normal life and be a different person. You want to personify who you want to be. You want to be a certain type of person, you know, do you want to be liked? Do you want to be able to have influence with people? Do you want to be able to serve people, help people? Do you want to truly find out what people are trying to achieve in their life and how you and your products, your service, your business can support them in that, the chances are I'm sure it is. So what we have to do is we have to sometimes step back a little bit from our human nature. We have to step back sometimes from our limited instinctive approach to things, which is of no fault of our own. It's just instinctive. It's human nature. It's how we've evolved. And it's about making sure that we step into this place that we want to be, create the person who we want to be, be the person we want to be, and then portray that through our businesses and then portray our businesses through our websites, our marketing, our communications, our podcast, whatever it is that you use to communicate what you do. And then you'll start to be perceived as what you really are, which is you're there to help, you're there to support, and you're there to help. But when you start a sentence with I, when you start a sentence with my product, my service, what we do, instantaneously you're signaling to the other person that this meeting is not about them, it's all about you and you're going to potentially lose the opportunity for the sale and you're going to lose the opportunity to be able to help them and support them or do something or give something of value to them. Food for thought, something to think about. If you are a small ambitious business owner 
and you haven't yet hit 100K and you want to hit 100K and you want to know what is it you need to do in order to hit that 100K in the next 12 months, maybe even less, then don't forget the Six Figure Fast Track is a webinar masterclass that's there designed specifically to help you the five-figure service-based business, whether you're doing your first 10K, 20K, 30K, or whether you've been around a little bit longer, 40, 50, 60, 70K, to start to create the genuine success that I believe you deserve given your commitment to trying to do the best you possibly can, putting in the long hours, making the sacrifices, taking on the risk that you do as an entrepreneur. I want to help you to achieve the results that you want in your business. And therefore, the Six Figure Fast Track is designed to help you create the right mindset, the right business model, and the right methodologies, the day-to-day activities that are going to take you and your business onto exponential growth. You can find that link at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. You'll also see a link there to our live events. So these are events where you can be fully interactive, you can ask questions, we have Q&A time in there as well to really help you get under the bonnet of the problems that you're facing, the challenges that you're currently facing, maybe even just to work out how can you apply some of the tactics and strategies that I lay out in the Six Figure Fast Track specifically to you and your business. If you're interested in those, you'll find that at the same URL link. Biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track. Hopefully see you on one of those shortly. But until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. 